So we're saying in the Mishnah, we're uh, four lines down, that we said the rule is that any malacha that's done and it lasts for Shabbos, or the malacha was done on Shabbos, we have two different ways of learning that. So you're going to be chayiv, okay? You're going to be chayiv if you do the malacha on Shabbos. Okay, good. So what is it, la suyemai? That sounds pretty simple. So what are you coming to include by saying the zelka? Why did I need that? Of course, just like you do any malacha, you're going to be chayev. So the Gemara says, dachach kepiza be kava. That the chiddish here is that even if you dug out, so let's say you had a block of wood that was ready to make a kav-sized kli. And what you did was you dug three quarters of a kav, meaning you didn't, you didn't maximize the availability. So it could still be that you'll, you'll, you'll carve out, not dug, carve out, you'll carve out more. So the kli is not yet uh, finished yet. You might think that you're not chayev because you didn't make a full kli. Kamash malan, you're going to be chayev even because some people do use it and they'll just have a cup that could only hold uh, you know, a smaller volume. We had this case yesterday. Somebody who knocks the hammer on the anvil. So that's the metal part, right? So let's say it's a shoemaker or a metal maker. So they, they in order to beat the metal, okay, so they would bang on this, uh, on the anvil, right? On the hard part, right? And usually they would be banging metal in between the two things. So even if somebody bangs and there's nothing in between, so you're going to be chayev. So the Gemara wants to understand why. What are you doing? My ka'avid. It's a training, training exercise, right? You're, you're making sure that you know how to uh, hit the hammer straight. So it's training, and that's why you're chayev. Kashi really? If you're watching a master do, a, you know, an uman, watching a craftsman on Shabbos, and you finish your training. So again, he's asking, what about, uh, you want to say you're chayev on Shabbos? for going to an education course? Because you're, you're training, it's not a malacha. Just because you're training, it's not a malacha. You're just learning how to do it. That can't be. Ella. Ella. Abayev Arama da Amri Tarvayu. Shekain maradade tasein mishkan oisenkain. They had in the mishkan, they had gold plates. Okay, and then what they would do is they'd make these thin gold plates and then they would cut it into gold string and that would be part of the gold string that they would weave into the fabric. Anything that was made out of fabric in the Mishkan, a certain fabric, right? So it's a lot of them had Zahav, right? So it had gold string in there. So how did they make the gold string? They would, they would, they would uh, you know, flatten the plates of gold to really, really thin. And the problem is like this. To make these gold plates in the Mishkan, they used to do this. Why? Because Rashi explains that these plates have to be made very, very thin. So you needed an ultra-smooth hammer because what happens if you start knocking through and there's any sort of uh, blemish or protrusion, it'll, it'll punch right through the gold. So what they used to do was they do, would do like two or three knocks on the, on the flat gold and then one on the anvil to re-smooth it. So they would constantly re-smooth. So it re-smooths the anvil for an ultra-fine, um, you know, ultra-fine or ultra-sent for ultra-sensitive materials. And so therefore it's part of the malacha. And what we're saying is when you knock it on the corners, you're smoothing out the hammer and that's the malacha there. Zuck- if anyone needs gold, this would be a good time to tell them to call the Persian. Okay.
He says thank you. Thank you. Okay. Anyways, one who plows any amount. So these malachas, bayna and chayrish, it's the minimum amount. You know what the minimum amount for malachas is? It's kolshu. Anything that you do. Hamanachesh, you weed. Hamekarsem, that is, um, that's a pruning. Hamazarit is also a pruning. There are different types of pruning for different types of growth. Kolshu, so any sort of pruning is chayev. Hamalachet eats him. If you collect wood, im lesakain. So if the point, depends what you're using the wood for. If the wood is im lesakain, we just started the mission on the top of Kugimel, im lesakain, kolshehain. Then, again, you're trying to fix the wood. Malacha Shabbos is kol shehu. In Lehesek, if it's for firewood, then we're going to default to the firewood shear. Remember the firewood shear? That was, Enough, if, if you're trying to use it for firewood, then it's the minimum shear that you're going to be chayah for, for, um, for, uh, for being, uh, um, for, for uh, cutting, you know, cutting the wood or pruning the wood is the amount to cook an egg, right? It was, we said it was be'akala, which is a tarnagal. Hamalaket asavim, somebody who's collecting grass, im lesakein. So if you're trying to, again, you're pruning the grass, right? You're picking the bad grass out. So if you're trying to fix it, then you're chayvot kolshu. Im lebehema, if you're trying to feed the animal, then it's kimaloi pi hagidi. Okay, then it's the amount that it reverts to the animal food shear. Okay, and we'll see there's basically four shear. Lamai chazi. So we want to know in the Mishnah when it said a chayrish kolshu, any amount. What am I going to do with a teeny tiny bit of harisha, of plowing in the ground? How is that a malacha? So the Gemara says, Chazi levizra dekra. I could put a pumpkin seed in there. Dachvasa gabe mishkan, just like the mishkan. Shekain roi lekaleach echad shel samanim. If I needed to make a dye, so the minimum amount that they would use is one stalk, right? So since I could, it, what we're saying is that one unit. So it's the minimum shear for one unit. For the plowing, it happens to be one unit of a pumpkin seed. That's what I could plant. But it's one unit, and that's what we're saying. And Rashi explains that, we, although we've had in other cases that the minimum share for Haitzah was, let's say, multiple seeds or things like that, that when it comes to Harisha, each guma, each time you dig in, is its own unique malacha. And therefore, the minimum share is going to be one digging. Okay, And even if it could only fit one seed, for Harisha, that's going to be high. So these are all types of pruning. You're going to be chayiv be kol shehu. Tan Rabbanon. Somebody who um, uh, cuts from the ground and dives. Those are reeds. So again, these are, you, you disconnect them from the ground. So if it's, you're using it to eat. So then, what's the shear that you're going to be chayev for achila? That's kigregris. In lebehema, if you're going to feed it to your animal, kamalipi agadi, like we've had before. The minimum shear for animal food is kamalipi agadi. In lehesik, if it's for firework, the lebashal beit sakala, then it's the minimum shear for to cook an egg. In liyafas sakarka, if you're doing it just to make the, the ground better, so then kol shahain. So that is just going to be a kol shahu. So again, it depends on what your purpose is that you're doing this malacha for. And then if it's for regular food, human food, the minimum shear is kegregris. Animal food, the minimum shear is kamalei pigadi. If it's for cooking, right, I want to use this for cooking, then it has to be enough to cook a be'akawa. And then if, but if it's for the malacha itself just to beautify the ground, right, if it's for this purpose of pruning, of cutting, then it's going to be kol shahu. Atu kululi yafas. 
depends what my intention is, whether or not yeah. I'm doing it. Depends what you're doing it for. Yeah, everything in Shabbos is Malachas Machshevas, is intention. Aren't all of these things meant to, won't they all enhance the ground? So well, even if you're doing, let's say, a ba- uh, even if you're doing, using it to cook, it's also going to enhance the ground, so you should be chayyab for the kolshu. So the rabbi Rabbi Yisif, the Amri Tarvayhu, be'agam shanu. No, we're talking about in a swamp. You're right, that if, if you're talking about that you're doing it in a regular ground, and even though it's not necessarily your intention, and to address what I just said before, because now it sounds like a sira, the achorinim discuss, that there, there's certain achorinim that discuss that intention doesn't necessarily, there's a difference between intention and secondary purpose. Your intention is to cut it. So the Gemara and the Havamina is assuming, well, it wasn't my intention. And now we're saying, there are some that explain this. I'm not saying that this is Muslim that everybody agrees to this shot, but there are some that explain this, that what, what we're saying is, is that there's, there's intention and intention. That, yeah, if you wanted to eat, your intention is to cut it, and therefore your intention is to enhance the ground, even though it's not your primary intention. But since your intention is to cut it, that, therefore it's also your intention. And therefore, Rabbi Rav Yosef, we're talking about in a swamp where no one's cutting stuff to make a swamp look good. It's swamp land. Huh? So we're saying that it, it, it's levels of intention. If you, if you stop and think about it for a second, there's levels of intention. Malachas Machsheves means that I didn't have intent. Here, what we're saying is you had intent to do the malacha. The purpose of the malacha, what happened that made you chayv b'kolshu was not your primary purpose of the malacha. If I kick something and it starts a fire in Shabbos and it ends up cooking something, is that Malachas Machsheves? If you kicked it on purpose and you knew that it would start yeah. the fire, then very, it could be according to this pshat. I'm not saying it's Muslim. This is like a achreinisha. It's not within the scope of this year to, start, to have a debate on, on uh, achreinisha logic. But it, it is achreinisha. It's a pshat and achreinisha that's brought down to explain this because, right, because this raises a question of you didn't have intent. And if Shabbos is about intent, how do you deal with intent? It seems like there, it could be called intent even if it was not your primary purpose but if your intention was to actually do the malacha, then the reason becomes secondary and we're still going to consider it intent. Okay. Even if we're talking about a field, yeah, and I, if it was a short daf, I'd spend a little bit, maybe a little bit more time debating it, but it's a long daf. The Ahmed base is big, so I want to make sure to get through it. Even if we're talking about a field where you're going to enhance it, um, um, you're, not in, you're not having the intent again so we're discussing we're, we're trying to answer this Gemara as far as we're wiggling around this intent issue uh, I'm just saying though isn't the most basic shot that Gemara could give is that it's not that would be the obvious answer it's just Malachas Machshavas is a concept well because it, you see that it's, it's, it's not clear cut Right, because the, you see that the Amarayim are arguing about it, so it can't just be a clear cut. It's not Malachas Mashevis. I mean, you can't make a sweeping statement like that if it's obviously debated. So Abaya Amar, if you look, at least I understood Malachas Mashevis. This wouldn't fall under Malachas Mashevis, no. It, it's intent. I mean, well, let's see. Let's see what the Gemara says. Abaya Amar. Even if we're talking about a regular field, not a swamp, you didn't have in mind. So you didn't have in mind to actually uh, better the field. So now, so again, it seems like, going back to your question, it seems like the original assumption of the Gemara was you did have in mind to beautify the field, it just wasn't your primary purpose. Okay? Anyway, um, 
Well, because with the stam, when you're going to cut something out, you're not going to cut in such a way that you're going to cut in such a way that it's going to leave the field in good shape. It's not going to leave the field. In if it's bad stuff and it's pruning, then yeah, it's going to leave the field in good shape. If it's a question of a where, right? I mean, we're dealing with, I'm trying to find English terms to dance around the, the, the Gemara terms. It's awareness, right? So we're discussing levels of awareness towards Malachas Mashavis, towards Mechavin. These are very, I mean, Dabrashayn and Mechavin is a huge, I mean, there's, 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 there's rooms filled with books that are bigger than this that can just discuss uh, that, that whole concept. But, um, yeah, okay, fine. So, uh, I, I, no, it's, 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 okay. It might not be, you might not be able to take that literally. Okay. Abaya Amar. And there was a proper use of the word literal. Okay. Abaya Amar. Even if we're talking about a field, and it's not a swamp. You didn't have intent to beautify the field. That's not good enough. There's a concept of we can create intent, even though you don't have intent to beautify the field, but if it's a concept of sick ratio, right? You cut off the head of a chicken, and it's obviously, it's gonna, it's gonna obviously die. So if something is that obvious, that equals intent. So you know what's gonna happen. You do the Misa anyways, that is considered a tent. Gemara, intent. So the Gemara says, that what happened over here? You did it in your friend's field, and Rav Shimon agrees that the, that the fact that it doesn't benefit me will counteract the Psik Reisha, will turn it into a, it sounds like I would have said, we'll turn it back into Dabrashen and Miskabin, right? However, Zak Taisus, famous Taisus, little Taisus on the bottom, So if you have Dabrashen and Miskabin with a Psik Reisha, Delay Michale downgrades it, not back to the original, doesn't undo the Psikresha, but it turns it in to Emelachashen Trichalagufa, and from Alachashen Trichalagufa, it's more Muslim that we're going to pass him like, like we're going to pass him like Shimon. Okay, moving on. Yeah, if you want it on this sugya alone, you could spend uh, years. I could spend years. Okay. So moving on to the next Mishnah, Zakta Mishnah. You write two letters. Bain Biminai with your right hand. Bain Bismaylai with your left hand. Bain Mishem Echad, whether it is one character. Okay, so you write uh, two Alephs. Bain Mishte Shemais, two characters, two letters. Bain Mishte Samamonis, whether it's two inks, black ink, red ink. Bechol in any language, English, Hebrew, Chayiv. Amarav Yesi, Loi Chayiv Ushte Yesis, Elamisham Reshem. That you don't have to come on to two Isias. There is a chiv of Roshim. Okay, Roshim means even a symbol. That even a symbol is good enough. It doesn't have to be two letters. Shekach koisvin al karshe mishkan. Where, what, what, where does the malacha ksiva come in the mishkan? On, like your, like your sukkah, or like I should do to my sukkah every year, but I always fail to, and then the next year I always build it the wrong way. You mark the edges of the beams where they're supposed to go together. So Rav Yesi is saying, saying, if that's the whole purpose, is to know how to reassemble the stuff, so a symbol will work just as fine. You put arrows or whatever you do to, whatever one should be doing that I don't do to make sure to build their sukkah efficiently. Okay. Akash HaMishkan Leida, Ezeb Ben Zuga. Em Rav Yehuda, Matsinu, Shem Katon, Mishem Gadol. Okay. I find, let's say you write Shem Mishimin, Shem Mishimin, Umi Shmuel, Noyach Minachar, Dan Midaniel, God Migadiel. You're going to be higher for these. So now the Gemara is going to go through to, expl- to explain um, 
Well, actually, let's let's give it one minute. Bishlama, I am in lechayiv. Why are you chayiv for writing in your right hand? Misham the derech ksiva b'kach. So I understand the Mishnah said bein demiun ben b'smaylei. Of course, you're chayiv in your right hand. That's normal way of writing. Ela small amai ha in derech ksiva b'kach. If a righty writes with his left hand, that is not normal writing. Amar of Yirmiya beitur yad shana. We're talking about a lefty. So the Gemara says that doesn't make any sense because right and left are not specific. They are not meant to be taken literally. It means your strong hand and your weak hand. So but to have a small day that the Gemara is saying then your left hand is really for a lefty. Your left hand is right. It's your right hand. It, you are a lefty, so your dominant hand. It doesn't mean doesn't mean left and right um, in, in a literal sense. It means dominant and non-dominant. So, what are we talking about here? The Mishnah is referring to an ambidextrous person, and we're saying is an ambidextrous person is going to be Mechayev, whether he writes with his right hand or left hand. Or it's Rav Yaisi. Rav Yaisi who holds that you don't need to write two letters, it's good enough to just put a symbol there. So, even a symbol, you're going to be Chayev. Okay, and what are we saying here? Let's say you're hanging up a picture frame, right? And you're holding the drill with your right hand and then you have to make a mark, you know, on the wall. You'll make that mark with your left hand. So if you're making marks and a symbol's good enough, then I understand why you're going to be chayiv even with your left hand because that's, even though it's not derech ksiva, it is good enough for making a symbol. And if the purpose is to, to mimic what was done in the Mishkan, um, that follows, the logic follows. Okay, so v'ahamid yasefer reb yesi, reish alav reb yesi, so the fact that we introduced Rav Yesi later in the Mishnah must be the ratio where we said is going to be Chayev is not Rav Yesi. So where it says no, La Kula Rav Yesi he that's all Rav Yesi. Okay, Amar Rav Yesi Rav Yehuda Matzinu Rav Yehuda says we find that if you write you have intent to write Shimon and you write Shin Mem which is shame right that's a real word out of two letters you're going to be Chayev for that. So now Ella Rav Yehuda. No, because Dalad Vav is not a word. Dalad Vav is not. Oh, Dalad Vav is not. Uh, is Dalad Vav a word? Oh, is it, are we talking about a word or a name? Uh, a, a word. No, We're not Xiva. Okay, so let's, let's start. In order to be high of Xiva, it's Shte Oisius, because that's what was normally written on the Krushim. Okay, two Oisius. Now, the question is you had in mind to write a, you had in mind to write a word of Shte Oisius. Okay? I'm sorry, you had in mind to write a shimon. You had in mind to write a name. Now, what happens if you just wrote shame and you're done? Now, I have my two oisius. That's enough to be of me, but I didn't do my original action. So Rabbi Yehuda, by the way, Dabr Shem Mishkavim, Mishkavim, okay? Rabbi Yehuda holds that you're going to be Mishkavim even for writing shame, right? Even if you intend to write shimon, you write shame, you're Mishkavim. Where he argues, the, if you looked in the Mishnah, it said, that the Tanakhama of the Mishnah held that even if you write two of the same letter, you'll be higher for that. Okay? And we're going to go through this. So now, Rabbi Yehuda holds, Rabbi Yehuda came in the Mishnah and said, when are you chayiv? If you write shame, mi shimen. You meant to write shimen, and you write shin men. Mashma, that if you just write two alephs, you're not going to be chayiv. Okay. Uh, we'll learn the following. So the, the right. So we're talking about um, uh, right. It's uh, by the carbon. Was uh, a nasi yechata? I forget which one it is. Or or an individual. This is talking about uh, carbon. Um, 
Chatos. Va'asa achas, yachol achi gichtav kol Hashem. You might think you're not going to be chayiv until you write the entire word. Va'achi yare kol abeged, that you're not chayiv on Shabbos until you weave the entire beged. Va'achi yasa kol hanafe, you do, you, you build the entire uh, strings of the loom. We're going to need to know this in a few days. Okay, tamalamar me'achas. Okay, uh, it says, the Pasuk says me'achas, so you don't need, oh, me'achas would have sounded like you need a complete, complete, uh, you know, action to complete the garment or the word or whatever it is, that you, the malacha. Me'achas, that even partial. I might think I'm only chayyah for writing one letter. I only put one string in. I don't have to actually create a weave, but one string. I only have to put one. It's, these are called bati near b'nafeh. In the, so I'll just I'll explain the basic loom process just so everybody understands it because we're going to need it in a couple of days anyways. What we're saying is that there, the way to make, the, the loom would make, would make a weave is there would be uh, vertical strings north and south, right? And you had two levels, right? You had these two guiders kind of that would hold the strings in a very specific place. You have to it had to be very precise. So they would they would tie the strings, the ends of the strings, and keep. You had the near in were basically guiders. The way I understand it, they would like the strings would go through these little circles, and they would hold them in place. Because what you do in the weave is you would have strings that go up and strings that go down, right? And then they would use paddles to shift that. And in between, when they would go up and down, they would have a string go across, right? And that's how you build the weave. Instead of doing it manually, just like you'd sew, you'd go like this. So a weave, what it did was it, you'd have to have you have to have a cross, right? You have to be able to cross like this. So the way they would do that is down, put something across, right? Then you'd have your horizontal strings and then switch, right? And that would create the weave, okay? But in order to hold those strings in place, because you have to really go like that, right? You have to go like that, inter- interlock. So therefore, in order to interlock strings, you have to have these batinirin to hold the strings straight so that you can interlock, because if it would go like that, then you would mess your whole thing up. So, it's still dumb this way. it's just automatic. It's just automatic, right, right. Okay, that, you, it needs one. So now we have to understand. It said achas would sound like one complete one. Me'achas is the non-complete one. If it's a non-complete one, then why not drop it down to the minimum? So we say tamalomer achas, but yet we still have the original achas. So it can't just be one. It has to be something more than the minimum and something less than the maximum. And what's that going to be? That if you write a small name from a larger name, shame mi shimin, umi shmuel, noyach mi nachar, don mi daniel, god mi gadiel. Okay, that is the way the Tanakama um, is explaining this. Even if you only write two letters. Now this sounds like a steward. This is where we're asking our kasha from. We're going to go through the rest of the brisa here, but this is our kasha right here. Rabbi Yehuda on the Mishnah said, Shame Mishim and Ischayiv. And the Tanakama said, Afilu, write Shame Achas, even if you write two of the same letter. Rabbi Yehuda argued on him. And now Rabbi Yehuda here says, uh, two of the same letter. So what is Rabbi Yehuda Shita? Okay, so even, right, the Heim Shem Echad, if it's a name, Chayek, Kagoyin Sheish, Tas, Rar, Gag, Chach, Amar Rabbi Yaisi, Vichim Mishem Kaisevu Chayev, Valayin Chayev, Al Mishem Roishem. Rabbi Yaisi, like Hishita, is that you don't even need to write letters, even a symbol is going to Chayev Shechem Roishman Al Karshay Amishkan, because they would put symbols on the beings of the Mishkan. Lay the Ezehi Ben Zugai to know where to attach it to. Lefichach, Sarat Srita, this is Rabbi Yaisi talking, that if you just make a mark, 
You make one mark on two beams. Any sort of symbol that you use that helps you know where to put the Krashim, that is going to be Chayev. Okay? Rabbi Shimon Aimer. He's going to relearn the Drasha. You might have to write, you think you might, in order to be Chayev for Ksiv, you have to write the entire name. You have to weave the entire baggage. That you set up all the strings, right? So it's your chayef for partials. Maybe even for writing one letter. One, um, one string. You only do one guider. Okay. So we see it has to be more than one. So which one is it? Shimon holds the minimum shear is that the malacha has to have staying power. It needs to be miskayemes. Rabbi Yaisi Yamar, like we've had Rabbi Yaisi before, So now this is Rabbi Yaisi just explaining. Rabbi Yaisi, whereas everybody else learned one thing out of this, Rabbi Yaisi learns four, and we had this in, in Kal Gadol. Rabbi Yaisi holds four. Sometimes you can be chayiv for all the malachas. You do all 39 malachas on Shabbos, you only chayiv one. Sometimes you're chayiv for all 39. Right? Depends on if you were Zadah in Malachas and Shigigah Shabbos or Zadah in Shabbos and Malachas. Katani Mia. But what's the point of this price? Rabbi Yehuda Eimer. Afilu loy kasav elash deyosius veim shemechad chayiv. That's a stira. So how are you going to answer that stira? Loy kasha hadidei hadirabei. That there's two different shitas. He himself, Rabbi Yehuda himself, holds your chayiv only if you write two different letters. Shame mishimen. But his Rebbe holds the Tanya Rebbe Yehuda Eimer Mishum Rebbe Gamliel is Rebbe. I feel like Kasav Ela Beis Oisios Vein Shame Echad Chayev. So Rebbe Yehuda was quoting his Rebbe, and that's why in this Brisa when we quote Rebbe Yehuda, it's really Rebbe Gamliel. It's really his Rebbe. Kigoin Sheis Sas Teis Rar Gag Chach. Right. These are all even if they're the same letter. They have to be a word. It has to be something, right? These, oh, sus means something. Taste means fear. Achel, taste, Right? We have all these words exist. Gag, chach, Right? So these have to, it has to be a word, but it's a two-letter word. And what we're saying is, when Gamliel holds, even if you write two of the same letter, you're going to be chayib. the holds, no, it has to be two different letters. The fact that they're spelled wrong, you know, with the sophis and all that, that doesn't matter. Ah, we're just going to discuss that in, in, in two minutes. Hopefully we'll get to it. I now based on we're going back into this price where we're saying Rashimin sounds like the Tanakama. Okay? Rashimin went through the same, the whole Mameachas Mehena and came out basically saying the same thing as a Tanakama, which is how we started this whole thing, which sounds like Shemi Shimon is going to be Chayev. So what does Rashimin hold? So um Aleph Aleph Da or Azarech, okay, that there's a word Azarech, and they're arguing about what happens if I write just the Aleph, Aleph, I meant to write Azreich. Okay, Ikebenayu. That what, what, what are we asking? We're saying that Aleph, Aleph doesn't make a word. Right? But it's coming from a word. It is two letters. The Tanakama Savar Aleph, Aleph, the Azreich, Loi because it didn't make a word. Rev Shimon Savar Kivan, the Isa, Begalturi, since it exists in different like Kimeos and uh, witchcraft. So it is, alav alav is used, even though it's not a real legible word, but it is used. So, ba'alma, there you're going to be chayiv. It's really, l'meim, the Roshim and l'chumra? You want to say that Roshim is going to be l'chumra? The Tanakhama is going to hold your pater on alav alav, because it's not a real word, and, and Roshim is going to hold chayiv. But, Tanya, we've learned, 
Hakodeach Kolshu, someone who drills into a wall, Kolshu Chayiv. Hamegarer Kolshu, right? Someone who drags. Hamaabed Kolshu, somebody does a, a tiny bit of tanning. All these Malachas you do a Kolshu. Hatsar Kli Tsura Kolshu, right? You make a picture on a Kli, even any amount. Rib Shimon Oimer, Achi Adechas Kuloi, Achi Gares Kuloi, Achi Yavides Kuloi, Achi Yitzar Es Kuloi. Rib Shimon is always the more Mako. In Shabbos, Rav Shimon is always more makel. He holds until you do the whole thing. So how are you going to understand and say that the Rav Shimon holds that is more being more machmer than Tanakhama? It doesn't make any sense. So the Gemara answers that Rav Shimon inon. Rav Shimon is coming to say we're going to modify Rav Shimon. It's Rav Shimon that what did you have in mind to do? You had in mind to write Shimon. Writing shame is not going to be Machai of you. He's going to argue on this whole concept. He's going to say, right, Dabr Shane and is Potter, according to Rav Shimon. If you write shame, your intent was to write Shimon. You didn't write the letter, you intended to write. You are going to be Potter, and that is how we're relearning Rav Shimon. How could you learn that? The Bryce has said, Rav Shimon, that we had Avamina to say you have to write the whole word. And we said, Me'achas, we had a drusher. Shimon brought a drusher to say that it, bring, it limits it down. So the Gemara says, no, 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 no. Turitz, the Ema, Turitz, the Ema Hachi, Yachalach, Yichlev, Es HaPosakulai. Let's say Rav Shimon is saying a case, a little bit of a different case. If you had in mind to write an entire Pasuk, in that Pasuk it had the word Shimon. Okay? Let's say the Pasuk, Shimon Velevi Achim Klechamas Mechera Sehem. Right? So you write Shimon. You intend to write the whole Pasuk and you write Shimon. Even according to Rav Shimon, you had a mind to write the whole Pasuk, writing the word Shimon will be Machai of you. And that is what we're saying. And that is the limiting Tamalomer Me Achas. Okay, now we're going to explain Rav Yesi again. Just we're re quoting Rav Yesi. Rav Yesi, Aymer, Vasa Achas Vasahena. Palam Shachayev again. Rav Yesi is going to learn this Achas Mehena four different ways. Shemi Shimon is one of the four Limudim. Sometimes you're for doing um, one. You're one chatas for doing all thirty-nine malachas. Sometimes you're thirty-nine for doing one. So he's going to learn that if the pasuk could have just said achas and heina, and he's able to learn meachas meheina achas sheheina heina sheachas achas shimon meachas shemi shimon. Right, that's Rav Yesi agrees to that. Even though Rav Yesi holds holds symbol, the Yechayev is symbol. He also holds you're going to be on Shem Mishimin. Heina Avos, Meheina Toldos. Okay, so again, Rav Yesi learned the structure four different ways. One to tell you Yechayev Shem Mishimin. One to tell you Yechayev on Avos and Toldos. Those we've had before, and that's pretty much most of them that we learned those two things. He except Rav Yesi learned it for two other things as well. That Achashi Heina Zada and Shavashigas Malachis. That if you um, knew it was Shabbos, you had a sh- but you forgot each individual malacha you're going to for every single malacha. Heinashiyachas, shigigas Shabbos, vizadon malachas, and when are you only chayiv one? That is if you forgot it was Shabbos, but you knew about all the malachas, you're only going to be chayiv one. Okay, now we're going to get to now we're going to get to Akiva's question. Amar Rabbi Yehuda, matzinu shem katan mishem gadol. So he's saying Rabbi Yehuda held if you write shem mishimin, you're going to be chayiv. The Gemara, me dummy, I don't understand. Mem de shame, sasam, men de shimon, pasuach. Right? When I, when I write the word shame, it's with an end of mem. Right? A mem sophis. And when I write the uh, shimon, it's with a regular mem. Stick to Yiddish. Enda? Okay. 
Amar Rav Chista, Zoysay Meres. Yes, that is the entire... Um, I've exhausted my, uh, my knowledge of the Yiddish language. Amar Rav Chista, Zoysay Meres. At least on any words I can say in the Dafyomi Shir. You know, Nirmala. <laughs> That's always one. Nirmala. Amar Rav Chista, Zoysay Meres. Sasum vasahu pasuach. If, what are we trying to say? So we see, must be, they are saying must be, if it's supposed to be closed, if it's supposed to be an enda, and you make it a regular one, kosher. Okay? So we're saying that they're interchangeable. That's what we're saying. Must be, they're interchangeable. Meisvei, we have a kosher from the Brisa, uchsavtem, the Pasuk says uchsavtem. Shetehei ksiva tama, must be a full writing, right? We're talking about a Sefer Torah or Sefer Kodesh. Shaloyi kosev, okay, I'm just going to read this. Alfen ayin, ayin alfen, right? Don't interchange. Basin, kofen, these are, talking about interchanging letters. Kofen basin, gimen sadin, sadin gimen, sadin gimel looks somewhat alike. Dalsin ration, ration dalsin, hein chesin, chesin hein. Vavin yudin, yudin vavin. Zainin nunin, nunin zainin. Tesin payin, payin tesin. Kifufin pshutin, pshutin kifufin. Okay. I know, seriously, right? Memin smuchim, smuchim memin. Okay. Say, what's the point here? If I interchange the ending letters and the regular letters, what's going to happen? It's usher, it's going to be pasul. Parsha psucha, if you have an open parsha, don't close it off, right? You got to leave the appropriate spaces. Stuma, if it's supposed to be closed, don't put extra spaces there. Kasva kashira, if it's written like a shear, like the az yashir, which is ariach hagav levena, right? It's written like brickwork. Oisha Kasav Asashira, Ki Yitzaba, you wrote the Shira regular. Oisha Kasav Shaloi Bidyai, you wrote a safer turn, not in ink. Oisha Kasav Asaskarais, Bizahav, you wrote the Shem Hashem in gold. Hariya Yignazu, they're put in, you must put them in, Shemus. They are apostle. So we see. Huh? You can't even correct it. It looks like that. So what do we see? That it. What that you? What's the point here? We see that you cannot interchange the end the end uh, letters with the regular ones. So Huda Amar Ki Aitana. So we say that that is Rav Shimon holds like a different Tana. Ki Aitana the Tanya. Rav Yehudim Beseira Omer famous Drasha in Sukkah, right? And in Tainus we have it also. Uh, okay, so we want to know the pasuk wants to know where do we know Nisachamayim Nisachamayim. Men hatar minayin, right? It doesn't say the mitzvah nisachayayin in the mikdash. Where do we learn that from? Because we have on the pariachag, the pari musaf for um, for uh, uh, sukkis. There's one for each day, seven days. It's mismayit, and the standard form it would say is viniska. However, we have some extra letters. Nemar b'sheni viniske ham. That's a mem. B'shishi unsacheha. That's an extra yud. B'shvi kimish batam. Those are all extra. Um, uh, letter. So we have an extra haray, mem yud men mayim, mikan, remazon, nisachav, mayim, menatayra. Okay. Ooh. And what do we see here? That we were able to learn the end of mem of Veniskayem to be marames to mayim to tell me that nisachamayim is a, is, is, a, is a mitzvah da raisa. Even though it's an end of mem. Even though it's an endemem. And that was supposed to be an open man. It was an endemem, so the Gemara is taking on some latitude and saying, just like if it was supposed to be regular and you used a sasum, so too, sasum nami, uh, uh, sasum nami, sasum basso, kosher, that we see that they're interchangeable. 
So the Gemara says, no, I don't like that. Just give it two more minutes over here. One more minute. Me, dummy. When it's supposed to be a regular letter and you make it an endemem, so then, iluya kama alile. That is actually an upgrade. Dumber of chista, mem, vesamach shabaluchais, menes hayu oimdim. That they, the mem and the samachs, all the mem and samachs in the luchais, even though they, they weren't at the end of the word, were benes. Now, how are they benes? What does that mean, benes? Because there were circles. Right? The mem and the samach. If they were regular mem and a regular, um, uh, right? So if it was a regular mem, then it would have been connected just like any other letter. So it was benes hayyamdu. So we see that all the mems in the luchais were end of. And yet, they were in the, there's mems in the middle of the words. So it must be that. That's what the Gemara is saying. Yeah. So it must be it's an upgrade because we see that taking it from a regular mem to an end of mem is an upgrade, but that won't help for Rabbi Shimon. You are saying that on the luchas, the, the mems that weren't at the end were still written as end of mem? Correct. Yes. However, we see that what the stupin are better. The other ones, but doing the regular mems, those are actually a downgrade. So you can't go ahead and say shame me shimin is going to be good because that's a downgrade. You're now giving it a regular mem. That's not real. The letters mem, nun, sadi, fe, and chaf, those were said by the Nevi'im. Okay, that it's not, they weren't on the Luchas, not even the Araisa. So the Gemara says, that doesn't make any sense. But Tisbarab Hak said, Ela Mitzvah, Sheinan Navi Rishayel Chadish Dabar Me'ata. Right? You can't make up, you can't say that it's really Tufa Maimrim, that the Nevi'im went ahead and, and made up the regular Mem, the regular Nun, the regular ones. Okay? Um, can't be. So Ela Mahava Hava. Really, they must have been around at the same time. Meida La Yada, La Hava Yada. However, they didn't know Hai Be'em Tateva, Hai Be'safe Teva, which ones were at the beginning or at the end. Ba'asu Tzufim, and came along in the Vim Tikninu. Still, the Gemara doesn't like the Vakati Ela Mitzvah, Shein Anabi Rishayla Chadish Tavar Me'ata. Still, how could he go ahead and um, how could a Navi go ahead and do this if they didn't know which ones? So we didn't know. How could he decide these should be at the beginning and these should be at the end, or these should be in the middle and these should be at the end? Ela Shachu Vachazur Viyastum. So what do we see here? We see that really that right sasim v'chazer v'yazdom. It means that we're answering and we're saying that lamaisa. Um, it is they they're all okay. They were all midar rice originally. Okay, and that whole thing was that they, they, there are really no priorities, and it's just a simple machlekes um, tanaim. If you do have a holds that you can't, they are interchangeable. And this brisa where we quoted asking kasha from holds they're not interchangeable. Gufa, one last thing. Amar of Chista, Mem Vesam Shabaluchas Benes Hayu Aimdim. Amar of Chista, Ksav Shabaluchas Nikrim Mi Bifnim, Benikrim Mi Bachutz. This is just a memra about how they're written in the Luchas that they were, you can, you, they were read from inside and they were um, visible, right, outside, right? So they were backwards. Kigayim, Nevuv, Buban, Saru, Varas. Okay? So what we see was the Nase, um, the nays stood on their own side, but we're still saying it was backwards when you read it the other way. So the benes was, wasn't, the benes wasn't that it was read backwards and forwards. The nays was that it stood there on its own and that they, were, they did use endas. Um, I just wanted to hear, if you have one more minute, if you have to go, then, then go. But I did, I did want to just go through the review sheet specifically for this stuff because I think I laid out the sheetas in a way that, um, that would work here. If you misspell the word, then, then you would be chayv? If you miss, well, according to who? If you spelled a word, you would be chayv. If you spelled two letters, you would be chayv, unless according to Rav Shimon. Rav Shimon is the only one that appreciated in Scotland. If you intended to write an entire word and you didn't, then he would hold your patra. 
you didn't write the words you were intending, you're going to be potter. So you go to, to heaven and they say you, know, they have words. you should have words. Okay, so we started, we said, I'll send it out afterwards. Zalklal, we said that even if you uh, dug a three-quarter kav into a golem that could hold a kav, you're going to be chayiv. Shingon Malil said, what about the case of Maka Bakornis, right, hitting the hammer on the anvil? Um, Rabbi Yosef wanted to say you're training, and we asked the kasha, and that we said it doesn't make any sense because going to an education seminar should also then be a problem. And by Varava, we said um, that Kamradi Tasibah Mishkan that they used to hit a couple on the plates and then hit on the anvil to re-smooth out the hammer in between. We said Chayrish Kolshu was Chayiv. We said um, that was um, uh, right Levizer de Kra for for the pumpkin seed because every guma. That you that you uh, dig is considered a so even if you do a little bit. Hamanachesh, okay, we said a tolsh olshin, okay. So we said now we basically had four basic shiur. If you're trying to make the ground better, then it's becholshu. If you're trying to eat, then it reverts to like we had by itza, then it's kigregris. If it's to feed an animal like we had by itza, then it's kamalik gedi. And if it's for firewood like we had by itza as well, it's kadei lavashal beyakawa. Like we said, um, either it's in a swamp where you're not trying to beautify the field, or it is bestei chaveray, which takes it from downgrades it according to at least Tysus to a and then it would be okay. And then we talked about the Sakaisa Bezos. This is what I wanted to say. Bismillah, we said your left hand, you're going to be Chayev. And Abai explained what does left mean because it can't mean right and left for a lefty. For a lefty, a left hand for a lefty is actually his right, right? So what does it mean? It means Bismillah Bezos, an ambidextrous person. Um, Rav Yaakov said that he learned Pshat in the left that even he's going according to Rav, that's Rav Yesi who's saying it that even Roshim, a symbol, can be written with your left hand, Yivichayev. And then we had basically four ways of learning this Machlekes between the Mishnah and the Brisa. We said this Me'acha, so limiting by when it comes to Ksiva. Rav Yehuda holds Shem, Mishim, and Yivichayev, two different letters. Shem, Shinmet. Rav Gamliel and the Tanakam of the Mishnah hold Afilu if it's two letters, Tos, Tase, Rar, Yivichayev, even if it's two of the same letter. Um, Rav Shimon, actually, I just no, confused a little bit there, but it could be that Rav Shimon and the Tanakhama of the Mishnah are really arguing because the Tanakhama of the Mishnah of Rosh, the way Rashi explains that he says Aleph, Aleph as well. And we said that this subject. But keep it simple. I'm keeping it as four sheets. Rav Shimon, he says, you're going to chayev um, if you write a word, okay, that you intended to write, okay? And then what does Me'achas mean? That you don't have to write the whole Pasuk. But to write Shemi Shimon, he holds you're not going to be Chayiv. Rav Yesi Shita was your Chayiv even for just making a symbol, okay? And he will agree to your Chayiv on Shemi Shimon. He'll give you that as well. Um, and he learns Me'achas Mehena because he learns those four ways, right? It's Abatolda, um, Shemi Shimon, and then the two things in regards to how many Chathas you bring, depending on whether you're Zazan Chabashi or. Wait, if you write Shemin, if you write Shin Mem, on a Shemin, you don't have to come on to Could be the same thing. Okay, Kaisev Shem Mishimin. We said, I. What about the fact, right? Uh, mem, and the opening regular Mem and the Mem. So he said that Shimon is going like we read the Mem Besera. That's Derish Mayim, and he argues on the Tana of the Brisa. Um.